0: Hi there welcome back to another episode of social media manager confidential if this is your first episode a special welcome and shout out to you thank you so much for tuning in and if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week thank you so so much for being here and letting me know what you love about the show i'm really excited to dive in today's topic all about things that we hear every marketing coach under the sun talking about and that's selecting a client niche what does it mean Should you do it? And if so, what type of niche is best? I'm sharing all of this and more, so let's dive in. Niche, or niche, depending on where you're from and how you say it, has become a buzzword in our industry. So picture this. You're scrolling through Netflix, looking for something to watch, and you see different categories you can choose from. We have TV shows, we have movies, maybe there's games, and then we can drill down into those topics even further. So let's say we picked movies. Now, if we have our choice of thriller movies, there's rom-coms, there's comedies, that kind of thing. Now, this could be considered a niche, rom-com movies. Or we could drill down even further into that with rom-com movies that take place in New York City or that happen around a holiday. Or you could go even further and select rom-com movies set in NYC around Valentine's Day. Now, as you zoom in more and more into these categories, you get a lot more specific. So I haven't actually looked on Netflix to see how many movies fall under this category. Probably not a whole lot. But you maybe have two to three to pick from. That's super niche. That same concept is applied to selecting what niche you want to work with for your social media management business. It could apply to industry, location, what that particular business does, who owns that business, all kinds of things. So there are pros and cons to niching down, so I'll start with the pros. When you're marketing to a specific person, you're able to create content that is more powerful than what you're typically used to seeing. There's an old advertising saying that goes, if you're marketing to everyone, you market to no one which means that if you're trying to convince someone to watch this NYC rom-com movie, you're better off talking to rom-com fans versus everyone because you're going to be much more successful with a fan versus someone who prefers, I don't know, serial killer documentaries. So when you pick a niche as a social media manager, you're able to talk to your clients' pain points and get really specific about them. Slide right in here and interrupt for just a moment to let you know that you are personally invited to join the Sugar Punch community for social media managers. Inside this community, social media managers like you come together to meet and support one another, get answers to burning questions, and build a thriving social media management business. It's 100% free, plus you'll get access to exclusive trainings and resources, be invited to special events, participate in fun challenges, get added to our social media manager directory, and more. Create your free account by going to community.sugarpunchmarketing.com. I'll link it in the show notes for you. See you inside. Now back to today's episode. Now the reverse of this is what we saw when we zoomed in really closely to the rom-com and NYC set around Valentine's Day. That really narrowed down our options, which could be good when you're trying to pick a movie but not so much when you're trying to book clients. The broader net you have, the more successful you'll probably be. So do we niche or do we not niche? A lot of people advise you to pick a niche based on your interests, who you want to work with, and what makes you excited to work every day. But the problem with that is assuming that you already know the answers to those things and that there are clients that align with those and have a budget to hire a social media manager. My advice is to not niche down, at least at first. Figure out through first-hand experience who you do and don't like working with. As you take on clients, you'll find yourself naturally honing in. It took me a couple of years to narrow down into service-based businesses, and another year after that to realize that the majority of my clients We're all entrepreneurs with personal brands and multiple businesses that were all B2C, business to consumer. Did I know that was what I wanted to do when I first started? Heck no. My niche evolved and that's totally normal. So before you get overwhelmed and have no idea where to start, I'll point you in the direction of clients that are typically more willing and more importantly, have the budget to hire a social media manager. Realtors in large cities like Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Denver, interior design firms, coaches, so maybe business coaches, mindset coaches, spiritual, education, e-commerce products, Could be a mid-sized company where they've gotten too busy to do their own social, but are not big enough yet to hire a full-on agency to do it for them. White labeling for more experienced social media managers who are growing their team. You could come on as a contractor and help them create content on behalf of their clients. It's a great way to gain experience while also not having to be that go-between between the client and the social media manager, you're just there to kind of help support. Photography studios are also helpful if they have their own physical location. They're typically set up well enough, have the extra income to hire a social media manager. And pretty well-known Airbnbs in the area or in destination spots, they're making enough of an income and have some pretty nice photography where you're able to create content for them. Now, there's no wrong or right answer. Some people niche down right away and have great success. Some people switch their niches, like I switch hair colors, which is multiple times a year because my older sister is a hairstylist. And some people don't niche down at all, at least on the outside. I've known people who want to help nonprofits or e-commerce businesses or Latino-owned companies. The niche is whatever you decide. So those are my two cents on whether to niche down or not niche down, the pros and cons of either direction, kind of a hot take. If you have any friends who are thinking about niching down or up, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. Make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts. You can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time.